everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Philly Brocast. I am Ryan. I am Ryan. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? Uh, thank you very much for everybody for joining us here at the Philly Brocast. Not to be confused with the Philly broke ass. Uh, although, you know, we're not we're not getting paid yet. So, in theory, in theory, we are both. We are the broadcast and the broke ass. But anyway, folks, uh, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us tonight for episode number two. We have uh, so much to get into. There might have been an NBA champion crowned. There might have been an NHL champion crowned. Hell, there might have been parades, and we have to discuss both. So why don't we dive right in and talk about the NBA championship, as I feel like we're going to spend a little bit more time on that. Uh, Toronto Raptors, they gambled. They got Kawhi. Turned out uh, to be the right move. Kawhi took him to the championship. You know, maybe uh, injuries happened at the right time for the for the Warriors, for the Ra- for, you know, to benefit the Raptors. But either way, they, they won it, and uh, they're champions now for the first time ever. They did. They did, but uh especially the way they won. Yeah, no, they they definitely did it the right way. Hey, Cheryl, hey Gene, how's it going, guys? Um yeah, they, they definitely did it the right way. Uh you know, they they definitely had a a nice you know, combination of, of different players. They played great team defense. Uh, you know, we we didn't see a lot of their bench players uh, and even some of their starters have great series against the Sixers. Uh, but they, you know, got their stuff together for the championship. And, and you know, Kyle Lowry played great. Van Fleet uh, certainly came up uh, big at the right time. Uh, you know, a couple others to mention. And, and that's what really uh, kind of helped overcome, uh, you know, a, a very injury-depleted team, but still a dangerous team. You, you know, he, Steph Curry alone with Draymond could still be <laughs> a pretty darn good team. So, you know, they, they were certainly, uh, you know, very opportunistic with, uh, you know, with, with their game plan. So congratulations to, to the Raptors. So. Yeah, absolutely. They do a great job. Yeah, they do, they do a good job. So, uh, yeah, so they just had their parade. Uh, biggest question right now is what happens with Kawhi. Uh, does he stick around? We shall see. Um, you know, not sure, uh, you know, if, if the money's going to, you know, entice him enough to stay or if he's going to go out to L.A. And, you know, don't be surprised if it's the Clippers rather than the Lakers. Um you know, uh, obviously, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the AD trade. What's up, Daryl? What's going on, brother? Um, but, 
yeah, I, I think uh, I think a lot of people are, are, are assuming it's kind of fifty fifty shot with uh, Toronto versus the Clippers. Right. So, I mean, at least you'll make the championship. <laughs> yeah. I think it happens there. Uh, but, uh, as we saw. I mean, with, with Boston being Boston and, you know, the Sixers being very promising, you know, he, he might just, you know, take the money. So, wherever the money's at, he might just do that because he's already got the game. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get a crap ton of money no matter where he goes. Um, I'm pretty sure anybody that has a max spot open should just automatically just say, hey, Kawhi, please accept our offer for a crap ton of money to play for our team. Um, Even if you don't even think you have a shot, I still think that's the way to go. Uh, Even if you're the Detroit Pistons or, you know, some random team that, you know, isn't doing anything. You know, got to shoot your shot, right? Absolutely. So uh, I, I think a lot of teams are going to be doing that. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's I think it's honestly right now between uh, Toronto and uh, and the Clippers. You know, L.A. is somewhere where he's certainly said before that he'd like to go. And you know, obviously everybody thinks kind of the Lakers, especially with their ridiculous trade of uh, of getting a D. Now they, you know, have enough uh, spot for for a third star, and that's really all the Lakers really need. But I I wouldn't be surprised if it was the Clippers rather than any, any of them. Yeah, I mean, just being out west and LA being one of the things that he thought about were the places he wanted to go right. is is enticing. I mean, a lot of people just want to be out west. Yeah. And I can't blame him, but I also think that, you know, staying in the East would be better decision for him. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think as far as the likelihood of trying to win another championship, yes, obviously you have the Bucks, you have the Celtics, you have the Sixers. You know, there are some teams on the rise, yes, but... Out west, you still have the Warriors. You still have the Rockets. You have the Lakers who are trying to make a big splash. Um, you know, the Clippers are, are certainly going to be going all in. Um, there are probably a few other teams that are that are going to be making some moves. And, yeah, it's, it's pretty busy out west. And I get it. L.A. is very enticing. There's, you know, if you want to have some sort of career – uh, outside of the NBA, LA is where to go. If you, you know, are the type of person that, you know, kind of likes the, the extracurriculars, uh, you know, that's another place to, to be and to be seen. Uh, LA is where it's at, but, you know, not everybody loves that, um, you know. But, uh, you know, for for the Clippers and the Lakers' sake, they they're hoping that Kawhi is is enticed enough to, to come out uh, to L.A. and join uh, join forces. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's several situations that I wish to happen. Um, 
Yeah, him, him with, him with Dame, yeah. Column. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, we'll, we'll see. I mean, the the draft is Thursday night. Um, then, you know, week after is the start of the the legal tampering period. Uh, it'll be it'll be crazy in the beginning. Uh, there's a lot of big names in play. Not only Kawhi, but Kyrie Irving, our own Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, uh, Kemba Walker. Uh, there's a bunch of names on the trade market. Obviously, we just talked about AD getting traded for a ridiculous amount. Let's Can we just kind of transition into the haul that the Pelicans got from the Lakers? Yeah. It It's astronomical. Plus, combine the fact that you have the number one pick. Yeah, you're getting Zion. You're getting Zion. Plus, you just got the four. Plus, you got two other number ones that, that have unprotectedness. Uh, Plus, you got two swaps. Plus, you got a, a top uh, five uh, player in, in Brandon Ingram, uh, or top you know five pick in Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. Whether or not you like Lonzo Ball and his whole father and all that bullshit, you know, that doesn't really matter. But... Plain and simple, they have Drew Holiday. They could throw Ball to two, or they could have him as like the super six, uh, coming off the bench with Zion. You have Ingram. You also have the four. You can you can draft you know Barrett if you want to, or somebody else. You know they they could have themselves a real nice young nucleus, nucleus uh, for years to come by trading Anthony Davis and getting a haul for. Let's be honest, everyone knew and their mother that Anthony Davis was getting traded. So so why would you give up the farm and a half for it? It was amazing. When I read the details, the players, everything that happened, I was just in shock. I mean, so many number one picks. It's like you are saying, all right, we got LeBron for hopefully three more years. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a great way to build a team. Yeah. But, I mean, you were literally saying we have to win three championships in three years. Yeah, basically. Because you're not, you're not, when you lose LeBron, that's it. That's, you can't just trade or, you know, pick up another LeBron. It doesn't just happen, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, it's going to be a fun and exciting, uh, you know, draft uh, to see, you know, obviously there's, trade implications all over the place. Uh, people are trying to create room to so they can sign some of these players. Some of these, you know, these guys are just trying to trade for another superstar. So it'll be interesting to see. And then free agencies right after, which is really great. Um, so, yeah. So there, there you have it for basketball. Um, I did want to mention, uh, you know, the NHL, St. Louis Blues. What a great story. Uh, they won their first championship. You know, Toronto won their first. St. Louis now won their first. Uh, you know, it was a, it was a nice uh, it was a nice championship run. Uh, good stories all around. There's a Philly aspect to it, whether or not you like that or not. Um, and, you know, overall, I, I thought it was great for the NHL. Absolutely, and good for the Blues. You know, good for that town. Good for Team. And how crappy they were, you know, coming out of like nowhere. 
I mean, they were dead last in January. Dead last. And, and they brought in the chief, Greg Barubi. And, uh, you know, I think, I think uh, he basically came up to him and said, listen, we got two options. We could continue to suck or we could pick ourselves up, bust our ass, and try to make a you know, run at this thing. And they did. They got into the playoffs, and, and uh, anybody knows NHL playoffs, anything can happen. They made their way to the finals. You know, they, they got a, a hot young goaltender uh, who got hot at the right time. Uh, they had a lot of, you know, great defensive uh, plays. Braden, Braden Shen was, was coming up with great goals, former Flyers. So, yeah, and, and this whole, I'm not sure if you heard the whole story with the whole Blues came into the bar in Philly after playing. And it was this whole thing, and now there's this, like, group of, like, Philly, St. Louis Blues fans. Um, yeah, it, it's a whole thing. Uh, I, I don't really have time to – we don't have time to get into the whole story. But if you're not aware of it, look it up. Um, you know, just look up Philly Connection and St. Louis Blues, uh, besides the players and whatnot. Uh, but to me, that only happens because the Flyers allowed that to happen. Because of their, you know, their, I don't, I don't know what's going on with the team. It seems like there's no direction. Uh, you know, they, they, they fire Hextall. They bring in this, uh, fl- you know, this, this Fletcher guy. He's trading for, you know, and, and signing all these defensemen. Uh, they just made a trade today. Uh, uh, Br- uh, Justin Braun from the St. Louis, or from, sorry, from the San Jose Sharks uh, for a second this year and a third next year. Uh, I mean, I I know hockey. Hey, Annie, um, I I know hockey pretty good. Uh, I'm not I'm not really well versed on who this guy is enough to say, oh yeah, second round and third round pick. You know, you're going to be training early picks. You should be getting a known star, in my opinion. So this this guy is certainly, hopefully. Turns into into something great. Yeah. I know that the Sharks were high on him, but I guess his performance was lacking in that favor. Flyers lost him when the uh, Sharks did and stuff. Uh, I've seen him play a few times, and I think he's got skills. Uh, one thing that you always want to see is skilled skaters, puck handlers. Sure. Yeah. I think it's a solid pickup, but just I, I agree that you know some of these moves are questionable at best. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they obviously are, are super high on him. You know, I keep hearing the high character, quality defender type, lot you know, line from from Fletcher and whatnot. But you know, Bronze, he's thirty-two. He's a true defenseman. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he spent the whole his whole career with San Jose. Um, you know, he doesn't really. He's not. He's not. He doesn't score a lot. Uh, but I, I think they're trying to bring in this this extra veteran presence. You know, along with uh, Niskanen, who they just traded for as well uh, last week. You know, they have two veteran guys. I think that are essentially replacing 
Andrew McDonald, who was just released, and Racco Gudis, another veteran defenseman, who was obviously traded for Niskin. And I think they, you know, want to bring this veteran leadership uh, onto uh, onto the Flyers to go along with some of the young kids. Yeah, he was he was a scrappy guy, but I, I, I you know, the Flyers have held on. Flyers have held on to that broad street mentality for way too long. I get it, I get it. It's part of the history. It's something that'll never go away, and it's something near and dear to Flyers fans. But that's not the NHL anymore. the The goons are gone. They got to get rid of the, the scrappy guys, the gritty guys, the gutty guys, the gritty gutty guys. They got to get rid of them. They need skill. They need speed. It's a it's a European style of play in the NHL right now. Skill and speed. Yeah. <laughs> Flyers are never going to win a championship with that mentality. Uh, hey, and Eric uh, chimes in, uh, Erica, of football smack talk fame. Uh, every move the Flyers make, you can guarantee, is the wrong move. Well, that's some confidence in the Flyers. Gotta love it. Uh, and, and Gene, uh, Gene apparently uh, not a fan of basketball nor baseball. Apparently, Gene only really likes uh, football, as uh, what I'm gathering. Unless you're a big hockey fan too. Um, but you know, hey, to each its own. You know, we're not going to force anybody to be fans of who they don't want to be fans of. But uh, you know, where uh, the Philly broadcast is a four for four show. And hell, if there was a if there was a five, I, I'd be five for five. I'm all Philly. That's all that matters. Uh, no, apparently Gene just really hates basketball. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, understandable. Uh, basketball, I feel, is my fourth sport in the packing order. Um, while I am a fan of the Sixers and I do follow them and I do enjoy watching them, and, you know, outside of that, other than like the NBA Finals, the playoffs aren't as exciting to me as some of the other sports. NHL, to me, is one of the best playoffs known to man. Just, just Especially you get into overtime. It's any a split second can change change the game. I mean, uh, exactly. It's uh, edge of your seat. I, I, I remember, and I, I know, Eric, you're out in the, in the comment section. I know you know the exact time. It was like 2.30-something. Keith Primo coming down the right side of the rink. Penguins seven uh, seven OT winner. Fantastic moment that'll always live in my my in my memory in my heart. Is one of the one of the greater flyer plays of all time. Uh, just just feeling and being in that moment. Um, yeah, Erica is very confident they don't know what they're doing. So, uh, but hey, at least they're at least they're grabbing a whole bunch of defensemen, and uh, you know we'll figure out what the heck's going on. I thought they obviously gave up way too much for uh, for a 32-year-old defenseman that was not in in favor uh, in the own, his own team. 
you know, he's he's certainly uh he's certainly cheap, but you know, uh three point eight million. It's not bad, but he's he's potential unrestricted free agent after after the season. So I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that how this whole Flyers team comes uh, comes together because Eric's right. It doesn't seem like anybody's uh, anybody knows what they're doing. Two thirty six. I knew he'd know it. <laughs> if there's one good, there's one thing about Eric, he just knows the weirdest and just most like random ass facts when it comes to sports. Football. You at literally you ask him, hey. um, 1992, uh, Eagles-Dallas, at Dallas. What was the halftime score? Give him like five minutes, he'll, he'll get it. <laughs> it's just, I'm telling you, it's the weirdest thing ever. But anyway. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, so we'll see what the Flyers, uh, what the hell they're doing. Eric doesn't think they know what the hell they're doing. Uh, I'm, you know, I kind of, kind of 50-50 there. I'm not really sure they, they know what they're doing either, but. You gotta trust the process, right? Yeah, they got themselves some solid goaltenders, so I like that. True. Love Carter Hart. Uh, Carter Hart was actually my first uh, hockey jersey purchase in well since since Ronick, since Jeremy Ronick, my all-time favorite player. Um, hmm, that's a good one. Uh, I I think I had a Leclerc jersey, but this Ronick was after. Uh, Gene says Flyers need to get a great goalie. Uh, Gene, I think they have a good goalie. Uh, Carter Hart's future and will be until he proves otherwise. Uh, I think uh, I think goalie is the one spot we don't really need to worry about right now, other than maybe a quality backup. Uh, again, that's sure. Oh no, absolutely. I'm not saying it's not for nothing, but you know they they definitely need to figure out uh, who's going to be back in uh, back in Carter. Uh, in the 2019 season, so I, I'm actually curious as to um, who. Well, yeah, who's officially signed? Um, you know, who's officially on the on the roster? Is <laughs> uh, I hope not. Uh, let me see. Uh. I don't see it. I know, yeah, right. I know they're still uh, they're still paying uh, Alex Lyon. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like uh, yeah, Cam Cam uh, Talbot's a uh, free agent. Uh, yeah, Brian Elliott's a free agent. So I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think they have officially a. Uh, backup goalie right now so unless you want to unless you want to call lion the goalie but i don't i think he's more of a, a phantoms guy i just hope that they never go back to the switching like four and five goals between having a starting goaltender like you just you have a starting goaltender and then your backup comes in right right absolutely the flyers definitely are terrible at that Right, absolutely. Uh, well, Tal- Talbot's uh, Talbot is a a uh, unrestricted free agent uh, right now, theoretically. Uh, I know they they technically are still on the team until you know 
their the start of free agency. But uh, Eric, uh, by the way, um, I can just tell you, uh, you know that random scenario I I painted for Eric, uh, the Cowboys game. He said, uh, yeah, he said it was an ugly game. Don't quite remember the halftime score, but they lost by a couple of touchdowns after Randall uh, uh, Randall got pulled. So yeah, I don't know how. It, yeah, I don't know how he remembers that stuff. Hey Dan, what's going on, buddy? Uh, he says, hey Ryan, Ryan, uh, I'm doing good, and Rick Bobby Clark as a coach. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if uh, Bobby Clark is uh, ready to get behind uh, the bench. Uh, you know, he had his time uh, up in the GM's office. I think, uh, I think his, you know, I, I think he's technically, I don't know if he's technically employed, but he may be uh, more of a, what, what do they call it, consultant, maybe. Uh, something something like that. So, um, yeah. So there you have it for the Flyers. And uh, before I, I know, before we get on out of here, there are still a few things uh, we we want to discuss. Uh, so before we talk about uh, the Eagles, uh, let's let's dive in a little bit and talk about how disappointing we all are in your Philadelphia Phillies. It's depressing, it really is. You know, I still I still wear the hat. I'm still a fan. That's not gonna go away. I still love this team, and I still think that uh, you know they they have the opportunity to to win the division and and you know make some noise in the playoffs. Maybe not be World Series bound this year, but and you know not everything. Uh, you know they always say you, you can't get everything done in one off season, but trade deadline is approaching. I know people are looking for moves now. And yesterday, pitching, 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 pitching. They need some pitching. Yeah. So. Absolutely. That you, you can't get far in this league. And I we spoke about this before. If you're not getting these things, you need to be preventing them from being hit. And the, the biggest way to do that is to find a good, solid pitcher. They do. They absolutely do. Um, you know, and and they just added uh, Keiko, uh, only bolstering their their you know one of their weaknesses, uh, which is their you know uh, starting rotation. Uh, you know, we had an opportunity to get him. We didn't want to pay fifteen million. I get it, but there there were really no other options. And considering that, right now, honestly, right now, can you officially name me? Hey, what's going on, John, Jason? Um, can you officially name me what the five starting rotation is right now? For the Phillies? Yeah. Uh, Aaron Nola, Jake Arrieta, Zach Eflin, Jared Eichbaum, and uh, is Velasquez? I think Velasquez is officially a bullpen arm. I think, I think right now it might be Pavetta now that he's come back up. But, you know, Eikhoff, get out of here, bro. You're done. Velasquez, get out of here, bro. You're done. Half these pitchers, uh, uh, what's the other one? Irvin? Cole Irvin? 
Get out of here, bro. You were a cool story for like a week. Now you're done. Get out. You're not a major league pitcher. There are clear-cut AAA pitchers that are playing for us right now in the majors. And I get it. We're depleted in our in our bullpen. You know, Robinson and Nishak and, and all these other, you know, and Sir Anthony. I get it. But, you know, we really don't know what we have with a lot of these pitchers. And until they get healthy, we, we're never going to know. So, until that happens, you're going to have to bolster the team in some way. You need to go out and you need to get yourself a reliever, at least one. You need you need a freaking closer, like an official freaking closer. That's why I don't I have no idea why they didn't just go ahead. If they were going all in, they were pushing the chips in and they were saying, "Hey, you know what? We're going to try and win the World Series this year." Why did they not go after Kimbrel? Why? Yeah, uh, that little like thing he does. He's like, mm-hmm. and then he gets out the pitches. I would have loved to see that in a Phillies uniform. They needed it. It was a clear-cut need. You have all this money. Spend it. You're gonna have to now trade, give trade away pieces of this team. Still spend money because you're probably gonna be trading for somebody who makes a good salary, and you're giving away pieces. And now we're going to have to wait until the trade deadline. And God only knows how far back we're going to be at that point. And then we're playing catch-up to the Braves. And maybe the Nationals if they catch up. Right. It's not smart. Clintac needs to figure something. It's not working yeah. right now, bro. Yeah. Something that should have been done. Uh, at least one of the two pitchers that were out there. Exactly. They should have at least grabbed one of them. Uh, and, they, and they failed. I, like, trying to think positively, you know, like, <laughs> you see Kingery now, who is. On fire. Team. On fire. Thank God for Kingery. Yeah, he's doing good. Good for him. I mean, but... I think he's overperforming in the, uh, the whole... He's the only one. Yeah, yeah, in, in the meaning of... In the perspective for A, B, and C to be number one, two, and three, but he's actually putting up better numbers than our you know, top guy. So, it's great to see that. Yeah, Kingery has been fantastic. I mean, it's just rough when you're out with the injury... Sure, sure. You got guys dipping in their two games right now, like uh, Nico Gero's down 40. I think uh, yeah. you know, Bryce and Reese, they're not hitting what they need to be hitting. True. Uh, Real Muto's, you know, average. So, I mean, like, these, these are supposed to be our bats. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. And, and, and you know, Nova's not pitching like an ace. Arietta's not pitching like a number two. Um you know, people. There's a lot of people that are underperforming, and you know, we can only hope so much that they're going to figure it out by you know in enough time to get themselves into the playoffs. I mean, right now, the, does this rotation scare you in a playoff series? Absolutely not. I wouldn't be confident at all, 
at all. So they they need they probably need to get two pitchers, starting pitchers. Keiko would have been a, Keiko would have been a nice number number two or number three here. And then and then you you know if you if you end up going after Bumgarner or Grenke or whomever it ends up being, boom, you got so let's just say it's Bumgarner for the for the sake of argument here. You you got Nola, you got Keiko, Baumgarten, Baumgartner, Arietta, and Afflin. I'd feel a whole lot better, a whole lot better. I'd go in. I'd go in any series like that. I'd be like, go ahead, beat us. You know what? One of our pitchers is having a bad night. Guess what? We got the bats. But now. And we still need to figure out what we're doing with center field, too. I know. Yeah. Awful. So bad for him. No. No, what they need to do is they, they need to make a trade for somebody sooner than later. Now, I know I've heard a lot of uh, names. You know, uh, 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 what's the guy out in San Francisco? Um, huh. Dyson? No. Ah, oh, it's, it's killing me. It's on the tip of my freaking tongue. Um, <laughs> uh, but basically, it's, it's you know, uh, it's, hey, let's go out and get you know, uh, uh, a center fielder, and let's go ahead and get uh, Baumgartner on kind of one sw- fell swoop. Um, that would be the <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, easier said than done, right? Um, yeah, I'm trying to see. Uh, uh, I'm trying to look. Uh, I know that, God darn. It, it is literally going to kill me now. Uh, I'm, and I'm really ticked off. Um, hey, thanks, Dan. Um, man. Uh, but a- anyway, uh, you know, more important, you know, they need to, they need to figure out what they're doing, um, you know, in the outfield. Uh, I've heard, I've heard a lot of different names. Um, you know, there's, uh, what's the guy? Uh, used to be, uh, used to be in Cincinnati. Now he's in Kansas City. Center fielder, super fast. I cannot think of his name. Man, I am, I am just, I'm just having a bad, I'm having a bad night. Um, if anybody out there can tell me, uh, is it Bison? Bison? Dyson? Bison? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, and and you know, 
Uh, yeah, there's that. There's actually a. Uh, I, I really think we should focus on San Francisco because not only can we bring in Baumgartner, and and have him for the playoffs, who would would be, I would be thrilled to have him in a in a, in a playoff atmosphere here. But they also have a ton ton of bullpen help that we can just pluck. Uh, uh their one of their closers, um, uh, Will Smith. Let's bring him to Philly. That. Come on. I mean, that just writes itself. Uh, <laughs> you know, Will Smith to the Phillies? Come on. Yeah. Uh, how many uh, how many Fresh Prince uh, uh, jokes can we all make at all one, all, all one time, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, there's – oh, man. I, I'm still – I'm still it's still killing me, this guy. Really? I can't. I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't have my uh, – Pilar. Pilar. That's who it is. Kevin Pilar. Ah, took me forever. Sorry, guys. I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. But anyway, long story short. Uh, and it's Billy Hamilton that's the guy from Kansas City. See, here I come. I'm just like 30 seconds behind my own self. Uh, th- they need to do something. They have lots of holes. Bullpen. They need to at least get one guy in there. At least, I would say, get a closer. Everybody else could kind of fall in the line. Get a closer. Get healthy. Your bullpen's good. Get rid of Velasquez. Bullpen's good. Get rid of Cole Irvin. Bullpen's good. Starting rotation, add Baumgartner. Maybe go after somebody else. You know, target, uh, you know, one of these uh, teams with, with an ace or two uh, that aren't doing that well. Got a year left or two. Whatever. Give up who you got to give up. You know, you, you got to do something. Uh, and then, yeah, got to get a center fielder because Jay Bruce – can't be your everyday. It can't be an everyday outfielder. Jay Bruce needs to get back to being a bench bat. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know what else to say about the Phillies. They're they're disappointing. The lack of moves right now is understandable, and will come in time. But still, in the meantime, we will will be in misery. I know, I right? We are out of that. Right. I mean, the, we should be, in first we should be well ahead and in first place. We have one of the better players in this league. We went out and traded for the best catcher. We went ahead and traded for a uh, all-star shortstop. We went ahead and signed uh, an all-star left fielder. Uh, you know, we signed all-star relievers. Nothing. We're, we're nothing to show for right now. Um until they get their 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 crap together, so you know. Hopefully, by the time we talk next week, you know, maybe they'll make a move. I don't think so. Deadline's not for another week or so, right? Isn't or is it? End, yeah. Is it end of July or is it into June? Yeah, early July. Early July. Okay. So yeah. I think well, I Right. It's July. It's July 31st, by the way. Yeah. 
I was right. Oh, end end of July. Yeah. So they they got about a, a little about five weeks. So I don't know how much they can weather the storm until then. We'll see. We'll see if they decide to do that. If they decide to do something early and, and start the market on the trading, but they got to do something. Uh, but yeah, hopefully again, but as, as the next time we talk and then the time after that, hopefully, you know, people are coming back from injuries and, you know, maybe they, you know, win some games that they shouldn't and, you know, have success as they are playing pretty much everyone in the NL East, you know, about 20 more times in a row. Um, so they, they need to, they need to do real well in these, in these series. So we'll see, we'll see as, as we go along, whether or not we need to panic. So, um, but yeah. So anyway, um, last thing we want to bring up uh, is the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, for those of you who stuck around this whole time, uh, wanted to talk about Eagles, hey, you can always just comment uh, <laughs> and say, hey, talk about the Eagles. Yep, bums. Do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Uh, but the Eagles decided, uh, a report came out today, Eagles have decided to, uh, normally they have two public practices at Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, which are free. You can just kind of go on there and get tickets. You know, it's not hard. Uh, it's never sold out enough, you know. So, um, so yeah. So, you can, you know, normally that's how it works. Right now, unfortunately, they decided to cut that down to one. So, there's only going to be one public practice, and they're going to charge five or ten bucks. They haven't, uh, that hasn't officially been decided. Um so yeah, they're saying the portions of the proceeds are going to go towards autism chat, you know, the autism uh, challenge. Uh, as the Eagles are very active uh, with autism and, and, and charity and, and all that, which is great. That's good. And you know what? Five or ten bucks, not a big deal. But I get it. If you're somebody that uses the practices to kind of take the little ones or take somebody who, you know, may not go to a full game. Ten bucks a person, you got five or six, you know, little ones. That adds up, you know. So I got it. I got it. People are upset. Um, you know, when you you go now, obviously they've been doing the link practices for a few years now, but you know, when you come from having, you know, all open practices from from Lehigh and back before Westchester, you know, to where you know you could just you know drive up. You know, we would drive up to Lehigh and. And walk through and, and sit in little bleachers and just sit and watch them practice as they were 10, 20 feet away. It was great. It was so great. But they took that away and whatever, I get it. Time's changing and, and whatnot. But, you know, the fact that they only had two was already kind of like, you know, I'd like to have more. But whatever, it was what it was. But, you know, now you're taking away the opportunity for, from people who would otherwise not have the opportunity to go to these, you know, people, you know, going to a game is, you know, let's just say even if it's if it's two people, you know, tickets right now are 90, 100 bucks, right? If, if you're lucky. Uh, so that's 200 bucks. Parking's, you know, done to 2025. That's 225. You know, uh, God forbid if you want to get something to drink. You know, it's probably like a, it's probably like an eight dollar water. Uh, you know, you have two of those. You have a couple of hot dogs. Boom, bang, boom. You know, you spent three hundred dollars. 
and you're sitting up in the nosebleeds watching the Eagles. Not everybody has that to, to defend. But you make it open to the public. You make practices where they can see Carson Wentz and Deshaun Jackson and Fletcher Cox and all these people up close, and you're sitting in the Lincoln Financial Field seats, uh, and you're watching them practice, and you can see them in motion. That's probably the, the only chance that a lot of people are going to have. And people need to realize that, you know, be thankful for, for the opportunity you have the, for those of you who go out to games. So I, I'm a little, you know, I'm a little uh, upset that they decided to do this. I got it. Yeah, a little perturbed. I got it. I understand it. I, I'm not bashing them. I get the move. It makes sense. It's just I think a small portion of the fan is being left out here. And I just don't like that. Sure. Uh, but, but still, I mean, it's you know, it's a it's a space that even though you own, you still like every time you turn the lights on, there's got to be money coming in. Uh, so, believe me, I hear you. You got to staff it. You have security. Yeah. You have concessions. I get all that. That costs money. If you can help offset that and give whatever you make off of that to proceeds, I get all that. But Sure, I get, I get that. But you did it last year. You paid the whatever costs it paid for each one of those, and that was a you know a cost that you took a hit on. You know, you're more than welcome to just donate whatever that cost was, double that up, and give that to charity too. You're a billion dollar organization. Yeah, so I don't know. That's just my uh, that's just my thought. I wanted to at least mention it. Uh, you know whether or not you agree or not, it's another story. So uh, we'll hopefully get more details uh, on the public practice. I believe it's already uh, set for August the fourth, uh, which is a Sunday, right before the first preseason game. So. We shall see uh, what the official charge is uh, to go to that and how to get tickets. So we'll let you know. But uh, anyway, that's it for us, folks. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get on out of here. Make sure that not only uh, do you go on to the Philly Broadcast Facebook page, but also make sure that you join the Philly Verse Facebook page. Phillyverse is the umbrella to which all of these uh, shows here uh, on the Phillyverse Podcast Network fall under, along with Football Smack Talk Show, the Philly Broadcast, uh, the Tables, Ladders, and Chairs Podcast, and then, of course, Mike Sports. Uh, all four of these shows are, are under the Phillyverse, and we are uh, going to be debuting our website very soon. Lots of news articles, uh, sports information, Easy, easy access to all of the podcasts and all the videos, uh, and just general, you know, good information for anybody who uh, who loves Philly sports as much as we do. So uh, we can't thank everybody for enough for for kind of joining us in this ride as we slowly but surely uh, get our shit together and, and kind of uh, help uh, you know spread the word. But uh, anyway, uh, we're gonna head on out of here. 
don't forget tomorrow it's Mike Sports at uh, at eight thirty with Eric and Jay. Um, they'll be talking. Uh, well, they're, they're pretty much a football only show, kind of like the football smack talk, but more NFL, more college. Uh, so kind of brings that aspect to to uh, to the show, which is great. So, uh, but yeah, uh, that's it for us. Anything to add there, uh, Ibrahimovic? Yeah. Yeah. If anybody wants to be a writer, you know, help behind the scenes, all that good stuff. Yeah, we need people. You know how to design websites. You're like on the more friendlier side of talk. That helps as well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, just appreciate all the people watching, listening, hanging out with us. And, yeah, let's go, Phillies. Going. Seriously, right the ship. Yeah. So. Uh, let's before the All Star break have you know, an amazing turnaround. I'm okay with that. I'm in. Cool. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, appreciate a hey, Eric, uh, Cheryl, Gene, uh, Annie, uh, of course, Dan. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, chiming in, as always. Uh, Daryl, thanks, uh, as always. Uh, he's uh, listening in on the, uh, uh, the the share thingy dingy. I don't know what to figure out what it's called. Uh, I think you can share. Watch watch party. Watch party. Yeah, I figured it out. Uh, so Daryl's on the watch party, holding it down. Appreciate that, bud. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to get on out of here. We will see you guys next week. Don't forget uh, to check out the other two shows the remaining uh, week here, of course, like I said, 8.30 tomorrow, uh, the Mike Sports Show. And then Thursday at 9 is the Tables, Ladders, and Chairs podcast uh, all about wrestling. Got to love it. So, all right, folks, well, we're out of here. Later, bros. See you next week. Yeah. Sup, sup, bro. Yeah. All right. Have a good night. What's it doing? Designing my new 2021 Nissan Kicks Online in the Kicks Color Studio. I give each a special name. This one's electric blue, orange, red, white. I call it the gumball machine. You think it's me? I feel like you're more of a red velvet guy. Limitless possibilities. With over 100 million available color combinations and Bose Personal Plus system in the boldly new 2021 Nissan Kicks. Bose is the registered trademark of the Bose Corporation. Color combinations include interior and exterior colors. Customization is an available feature subject to availability at participating Nissan dealer. See dealer for details. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Hip, 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 powder donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.